What up, uneducated duo podcast? Love <laughs> that, that, that fam. He met uneducated duo podcast fam. We're back for episode 13. <laughs> yeah, episode 13, man. I'm Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And uh, that was messed up. Well, let's move forward here, man. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> we start every episode with um, a one gotta go. And today we came up with. Uh, like adult cartoons. We had a hard time picking, so we went with the four that we think are like the most well-known and like longest running. And that we've actually seen. And that we've actually seen, yeah. So we, there had to there had to be overlap. So we went South Park, Futurama, King of the Hill, and Family Guy. These are all really good choices, man. Yeah, these are like I would say they're the four best ones we could have chose. Yeah, I agree. At least as far as mainstream goes, I feel like these are like yeah, yeah. the biggest. Do you want to go first or you want to go second? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. All right, go for it. So uh, first off my list is going to be South Park. It's got to be South Park. The My main reason for South Park is how current they are. They're so fucking current, like, bro. It's just ridiculous. Like something can happen this week and they'll have an episode next week about it. It's just so quick. It's so up to date. And I love the way that they like overly exaggerate everything, man. Like, like there was an episode about border crossing and it <laughs> with like Microsoft, Xbox, and PlayStation, right? Is no, it- no, that no, that's um Black Friday. Black Friday. The border crossing ones when Butter's name is Mantequilla. Mantequilla. Butters in Spanish. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like overall, like they're just really up to date with current shit and. It's really hard to find like an episode that's boring, man. Because every ep- like they used to in the early episodes, they used to have like this ongoing thing about killing Kenny. Yeah, it happens now occasionally, but but kind before, of but before it was like uh, for the first seven eight seasons. Yeah, I he feel died like all the time. The most relevant thing now is uh, Stan. Stan's dad, like being- fucking Randy, is hilarious, <laughs> dude. He comes out of nowhere. He's like a. They really brought brought him up to the forefront. It's weird. But I mean, it works. It really does work. Like when he becomes Lord and shit, I'm like, <laughs> did you see? Did you see that thing on uh, Instagram lately? They did a, or it was all over. They put it on all their social medias. It was a South Park like Sweet Sixteen, kind of like the basketball tournament. No, I but they did it. That. But they did it with like 64 characters basically, uh-huh. and they were all eliminating themselves. People were just voting, uh-huh. and when it got to the to the end, it was like. The characters that survived were uh, Cartman, Kenny, Stan. I think Kyle lost somewhere. I can't remember exactly, but um, and Randy, right? So the final was Randy versus Cartman to decide like who the best character was. (laughs) Cartman won it, but weird, yeah, because Cartman is like they just make him like the main character, man. It's weird, like. He's always the one hustling, always the one like... Yeah, they all get their own episodes, and they're all funny for different ways, but Cartman is like the uh, racist slash, like, I don't know, His he's just the funniest one. The funniest, man, like the Asperger's episode. Yeah, out of the main four kids, he's he's the funniest, but they all have moments that are really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I, I would say, like, 
Butters. At least the episode. Dude, that Butters seen. is fucking funny, dude. Butters is like the most equally funny to, like, consistently. I think to uh, Cartman, I would say Randy too. Randy, yeah, those three are like a powered trio or whatever. But yeah, South Park. My main main reason is because of how relevant they stay and. They're not afraid to make fun of anybody, man. Everybody's on. And I I was watching like a documentary, I think, and they do make those episodes quick. Yeah, they make them in a week. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they're just still putting out like hard shit, man. Like to this day, they're still putting out like really, really good episodes. And I think that's something that's really hard to do. It's weird. You can almost. Okay, so I'm going to just go ahead and say that for me, South Park comes off first, too, because it's just I just I love the show. It's so great. And um, I know I've seen that documentary where, like, they show you how they make an episode in a week. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the people they have, they hire writers that are all, like, comedians on Saturday Night Live. Like, they have, like, the best comedians to write the episodes. And then the two main creators, they voice a lot of the fucking characters. And they've been around so long, man. Like It's so long. Just, like, sidekicks. They're, like, the main, main guys. Yeah, the only other show that I can think of that's, like, that ran as long or is like just super big as the Simpsons. But me and Pablo here, both of us haven't even really, we never really watched the Simpsons. It wasn't our thing. Yeah. I've seen the movie and stuff, but it's, it's not something that uh, if I see on TV, I'll be like, Oh shit, I got to watch this. Yeah. So we didn't include it in this list, but for me, South Park wins easy. Um, Just off the top of my head, there's just some really good episodes that I can think of. Like um, recently, Cartman, if you're not familiar with him, he's like the fat friend, he's super racist. Uh, he does the way he says school. He doesn't say school; he says skew. And uh, <laughs> there's a whole. They did a whole season with him getting a girlfriend, and then she gets fat and she becomes racist, and like she starts like dominating their relationship, and like he's like the weak one, and it's just <laughs> it's so good, bro. They they're able to like take things that happen in real life and like. Make it funny, they make it funny, but it's it's also they also educate like they use a lot of real facts in the show. You know, like they'll they'll mention like what really happened, like in news or something. Let's say like Obama Obamacare really happened, yeah, right? Yeah. And they'll they'll mention how it happened and why, but then completely spin off like into this comedic reason. So you can learn like actual current events. It's funny too because they take the extreme views from. Yeah. Any side. Yeah, yeah. They take all the extreme views and then they yeah. just like make it their characters. Jesus. Yeah, that cartoon is just like A plus, bro. This is number one. Like I can honestly say that if a South Park like if I'm ever bored and I don't know what to watch, I can just go watch South Park and it's like Yeah, I do that shit at work on my break, bro. I watch South Park and stuff. Yeah, and I mean what, they're like thirty minute episodes, so like two freaking breaks or whatever. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe because they're like kids and like they have to learn all these adult things. So a lot of the times they're like confused or like it just gets super crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like remember uh, Cartman, he makes, um, he makes a kid eat his own parents after he turns them into chili. <laughs> Cause that kid was picking on him and like sold him fake pubes. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember that episode. I don't remember it clearly, but I remember when you said that he turns them into chili and feeds them to this to the sun. That shit was fucked up. But I mean, that just goes back to you know them not having any boundaries. They just don't care, man. Because I mean, 
I'm surprised Comedy Network has kept them so long too. Because I mean, the Comedy Central. Yeah, Comedy Central. I mean, it's it's definitely like a funny thing, but they're just so crazy, man. Yeah, they push the limits. I know they got there was a lot of like shit going on because they showed a image of a. They did a whole episode thing on it too, but like they were actually getting pushback because they showed an image of um, is it Muhammad or like some oh, is yeah, the Islamic yeah, dude, like that, yeah. the Islamic religious guy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But- yeah, there was like real threats. Bro, they had so like, then they made fun of it in the show. They had like threats at the studios, right? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I, I think it was by ISIS, man. That's yeah, it was like crazy. ISIS. I don't know if you people have seen the show, but there's a character that used to be on it named Chef, who was uh. Yeah, what the fuck happened to Chef? I'm about to explain it, dude, because it's a dope story. So Chef, he basically was like the kids would ask him for advice and shit in the show. The guy who's actually the voice of Chef is a Scientologist, right? And South Park made an episode about Scientology where they just fucking rip and talk shit about Scientology. And the dude didn't like it, right? So he like voiced his concerns to the owners and they had a disagreement. So the guy ended up leaving the show, right? Uh-huh. And <laughs> so then the very like next couple episodes, because the guy left the show and he was like throwing a fit and shit, they turned his character into like a child molester. And they kill him. And then they kill and then they kill him off. <laughs> Just a, like a big fuck you, you know, like we'll do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. So you got to respect the fucking balls that that show has. Literally, man. Fucking Randy. Hey, Somebody you out do, there will get that. You want to do your number two or? Yeah, yeah. I can go number two here. So my number two on this list is going to be. So I got King of the Hill, Family Guy. Futurama. And Futurama. This one's kind of a toughie, man, because. I feel like I've watched all these shows equally enough. And I feel like they're all, they all have their cons and pros. I mean, cons and uh, pros, yeah. So I think I'm going to go number two as Family Guy, man. All right, Family Guy? Yeah. The reason I'm going to go number two with Family Guy is because the whole dynamic is just funny, man. Like Peter, Lois, the talking dog. Brian. Yeah, Brian and then Stewie. Stewie's like out to kill his mom most of the show and Yeah, I remember that like early on it was like a real big thing. It's yeah, like he's always yeah. trying to kill his mom. And just the comedy is like really outlandish and He has like a fucking it. British accent for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up with that exactly? And they all hate Meg. Like she's the one outcast in the family, you know, and I just um I don't know, man. It's just so funny. Like the father and I'm trying to think because there there was like episodes where it was just so random, like him fighting a chicken and stuff. And I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. And he does that shit for like the whole episode. It's just them beating the shit out of each other and like a bunch of different scenes. And then he's friends with also uh, like somebody that's paralyzed from the legs down and Cleveland, who actually ended up getting his own show, too. Yeah. The Cleveland show. Yeah. And the Quagmire, the neighbor next door, who's like. I guess he like is in love with Lois, and he's always like getting girls and stuff. I don't know. It's just like a crazy dynamic, and the way they make it work and intertwine. Yeah, they basically take like what a regular middle class family would be, you know, and like elevate it. I feel, and like. then turn it into like this just crazy satirical comedy. World, yeah, I just in the Peter, Peter, and I don't know, like. There's just really iconic parts too, like 
<laughs> I'll bug my wife sometimes and I'll be like, mom, mom, mommy. Oh, because he did that. There's a Stewie. There's an episode where Stewie's like bugging his mom like that, you know? There, something about Family Guy that I remember from way back is like there's an episode where uh, Peter like slips uh-huh. and he like holds his knee for like the longest fucking time. <laughs> He's just like, ah, yeah, uh, you know, and he does that for ever it feels like and that became that was like a fucking one of the first gifts or whatever that i ever saw yeah yeah that was so funny man like i don't know the whole show is just so crazy like the situations they're in like the storylines don't even go together yeah the storyline never makes any fucking sense but i feel like in some in some shows some of these shows they do follow like a storyline it's basically like sketch cartoon like a sketch comedy show it's like saturday night live but in a cartoon, because like it's like different things happen yeah, yeah, that yeah. don't go. It's not like a giant plot, but yeah, yeah. But they do reference back to things that happen in the episode. Yeah, yeah. like happened in the past or whatever. So my number two is going to be Family Guy. Um, I, you know, I said before that I've probably watched all these equally, but I think I watched Family Guy a little bit more than the other two. Um, and it's just more memorable. Like all the characters, I actually know their names. All right. Um, okay. Well, well, I'm looking at it and. Uh, for me, my number two, I had the same three as you had Futurama, King of the Hill, and Family Guy left. My number two is King of the Hill. King of the Hill, man, it makes the most boring little neighborhood and like just average family shit so fucking funny, man. Uh, <laughs> Hank, um, King of the Hill main character Hank, his son is um. So they live in Texas, right? And they're it's like they they're like macho. They they got like a bravado to them, you know. They're men. <laughs> they they use tools. They want to build stuff. They uh don't act crazy. And then his fucking son is basically like a fruitcake. He likes acting and like glitter and like singing and dancing. And it's just he's like the worst thing for him. There's a me and my friend from work, Brian, specifically used to always do. There's this one episode where uh, Hank's son, Bobby kicks him in the nuts and then he's all like you stole my purse because he learned self-defense in like a women's self-defense class yeah yeah <laughs> and oh man it just cracks me the fuck up and like whereas like futurama and family guy are like cartoon adult cartoons but they go more in like i feel they go more in the direction of like adult cartoons you know what i mean like what you would think of adult humor typically yeah yeah where King of the Hill is like, it's like subtle. They they make fun of the most like mundane and just like average things, and somehow turn it into like a great like a really good story. And um, I agree, I, man. Like one hundred percent out of all these, like the most realistic things that could happen in life happen in King of the Hill. I feel like, and the animation, like the characters. They're the most like human like characters, I feel like, as well. Um, yeah, because they're making fun of, they make fun of basically Hank is like the character who not necessarily was super successful in life, but like he figures life out, you know, yeah, like he, yeah. he's living normal. Then he's got like a friend who's kind of like Quagmire. He's like good with women, but he's not like a womanizer or anything. He's just like a his best friend who didn't get married. Yeah, yeah. Then he's got a friend that's like basically going through depression, and then one who's a fucking conspiracy theorist. 
And it like shows like real life situations. So like they have a whole thing where uh, his one of his friends, Dale, is getting cheated on by his wife for like seasons and seasons. And they all know about it, but they don't want to <laughs> tell him because they know to like ruin his fucking marriage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I feel like this show is like the most relatable. Like all the characters, like there's nothing really super outlandish. Like, you know, like in Family Guy, there's peter fighting a chicken like yeah there's nothing like not, that dude it's yeah. just like everyday shit like the one of the ones that i really think of is a uh, hank had his uh he got into like a group basically like the backstreet boys for his son and he got into the music too right and all his friends are just making fun of him because he likes fucking boy bands <laughs> oh man dude i don't know there's so many memorable like I guess not so many. The one that really sticks out in my head, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it just because, I mean, I feel like, actually, so the, the episode that sticks out in my head is, you know, Hank, he works at a propane. Yeah, propane and propane accessories. Propane and propane accessories, you know, and I think there's an episode where, like, he's feuding with somebody because they're talking about charcoal being better or something, you know, and... It's just like such a dad thing, you know, to be obsessed with one thing and thinking that, like that's the best. Because I'm, I mean, personally, I like to grill and shit, and it's just a funny thing, man. Because it's something that we all do, and he just like takes it to the extreme. Like he's totally against charcoal. He's like propane is number one. It does the best cooking, whatever you know. But I think the part that, and I mentioned this multiple times, like is just a, the. The real world humor to it, like there's nothing exuberant about it, you know. Something, nothing's crazy about the humor and uh, Family Guy. I mean, I'm sorry, King of the Hill. Goddamn. Yeah, they just take regular shit and make it funny. Yeah, yeah. Like there's he shakes uh George Bush's hand in an episode. Yeah. And because George Bush had like a flimsy handshake, it changes his whole perspective on voting. <laughs> he's just like I don't know if I should vote for this man now because he had like a weak not okay, firm handshake yeah. and it just goes against like what he thinks a man should be able to do so for me King of the Hill comes off second I rewatch that shit all the time I think it's the most yeah re- relatable I would say relatable but it's also the most it's not even like super laugh out loud funny sometimes but it'll make you chuckle all the way through. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like I can enjoy every piece of it. Whereas, like the other shows, like even South Park included, even though I took it off first, is like heavy hit funny, not a lot of like subtle funny. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it really holds your attention too. Because I remember one of the episodes we recorded, you had it on TV. Yeah, I had it playing in the background, and I couldn't help but just watch, man. Like you know, it just really grabbed my attention, which is really hard to do. So that's your number one, number two. Yep. You want to go with your number three, man? All right. So I got Futurama and Family Guy left. Yeah. I'll give you pros and cons for both. Futurama did something in cartoons that like I wasn't really used to. Just took a dude. He's in like, he gets frozen and he goes to the future, right? Yeah. So the main thing in that show is like, look at how crazy the future is now. Like they've aliens live everywhere. It's all like a, it all coincides together. He works for a delivery company, right? Yeah, he's like yeah, basically, he's basically the Amazon. He's fucking a FedEx. Yeah, he's worker. FedEx worker. He's a FedEx worker, like three thousand years later. But um, it was the first one that got like super adult language and like real like 
Adult content. Adult too. content. Yeah, there's like robots hooking. They they show like robots hooking up because they can't show like cartoons hooking up. Yeah, you know, yeah. but they make it just as weird with the robots. But even like the, because um, there's like an episode where Fry goes onto this island with like all these women that like try to kill him by um fucking him to death. Yeah, yeah. Like they they'll do him and then they kill him after or something like no, that. No, no. Yeah. They they do him until he dies. Yeah. That's so. like him and all his friends, and they're all like. After they hear their verdict, they're like, "Woo, yeah!" <laughs> like, like it's the best way to die. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. So, Futurama has like, it's the one that could hit you with the most because I feel they have the most room to make things up. All the other shows like were on the world, I guess, like in yeah, the U yeah. in the U.S. So like they would use real characters and shit, but Futurama would like twist all these real characters. Like they had like. Richard Nixon, the president, but like only his head. Like they somehow figured out all that shit and they're like Disney, aliens. Yeah. And it was super like convoluted and confusing. It was really weird, man. Cause I didn't find out that the old man was his great, great grandson. Yeah. It's his grandson. Yeah. Like his great, great, great grandson or something. So that was crazy too. Yeah. Way back. Well, that's how he meets him. I know. I knew that, but like, I don't know. It was just a good show, and then it got canceled, and they brought it back, and the net, the like four seasons they made after that were really good. Uh, things I didn't really like about it was like, I don't know. It, it felt kind of like slow at times for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd watch it, and some episodes felt like I, I could like go without watching the episode. It was like too much sometimes, like or not like enough story sometimes. On, I feel like yeah, and then Family Guy, uh, pros. I like a lot of the characters. Uh, Peter, man, like his laugh is like just everybody knows Peter Griffin's fucking laugh. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it, so I'm not going to try to do it, but everybody knows it. And um, for a while, man, it was dominating. I, I was really into the first couple seasons, but it, the show also kind of started dying off for me. I got kind of sick of the just random... Um, like bringing up random shit and then I didn't like how like they'd be there and he'd be like every everything would be start like this it'd be like blah 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 but what if or no remember that one time you did this and then it would like pan to a flashback of the one time he did whatever it was and yeah, then yeah. it would show you that and that was basically like the setup for every joke after a while so it always like pan back to he did this with this person and it was always a flashback or like some extreme so if I have to choose between the two, I think I'm getting rid of Family Guy. Whoa. So I lose Family Guy just because it was too much. I just don't like the way they set up their jokes. I didn't like the like, uh, remember that one time that you did this with that person and then it would cut away from what was happening and then show you what he did with some famous person or something like that. I didn't mind it sometimes because it was funny, but a lot of the times I just, I was like, more in the moment, I guess, than wanting to see what he did. Yeah, yeah. So it lost my interest. Wow, man. That's pretty intense because I feel like Family Guy is like a more household name than Futurama. It probably is, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. even now, I feel like you could still... I don't even think Futurama's on TV anymore. Maybe on Boomerang. It, no, it's probably like on a, it might be on Adult Swim, but it might not, like, it's probably reruns. There's no new episodes. Yeah, yeah. I know that, that Family Guy's still gone strong. So, 
Damn, Family Guy that you're getting rid of? Yeah, just yeah, Family Guy for me is the one that I would if like all four were on, it's the one that I wouldn't watch. Or not wouldn't <laughs> I mean I'd I like it, but it's the one that like if it was like four in a row. Yeah, yeah. It's the one I'm willing to go take a shit break for. I forgot I forgot I'm Family Guy too. They always had like this big on where like Cleveland's house would get destroyed. And then his bathtub would like fall out of the house. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, so for me, I lose Family Guy, and I know a lot. I know people fucking love that show. Yeah, yeah, they got a hardcore following as well, and I know that they came out with a different show called American Dad, but that one, that one never really hit as big. It's like a knockoff of fucking yeah. Family Guy. Which one would you? What are you? What are your last two? So my last two are Futurama and uh, King of the Hill, King right? King of the Hill, yeah. You know, it's honestly it's not a really hard decision for me based on these two. I'm gonna let go of Futurama. All right, so you're keeping King of the Hill? I'm keeping King of the Hill just based on the fact that the humor isn't so outlandish and they still manage to get, grab your attention, you know? I think you're right about Futurama, at least for me personally. I feel like they kind of drag the story along too too much. Like, one delivery turns into, like, this whole attack on yeah, yeah. and something, you know? I just... I guess it just really can't grab my attention like King of the Hill can. Out of these two, and um, King of the Hill picks at like real fears that like fathers have, or at least like stereotypical fears. You know, yeah, like yeah. your dad and your son starts to do something that you consider like really fucking weird, or like yeah, yeah, something that you know is gonna get him picked on at school. So like you have to try to fix it, <laughs> but then not even fix it. Like he's a good dad because I mean at the end of the day, I think he just ends up accepting his son for how he is. You know, yeah, whatever. he does. Yeah, but but he also like. Like his son will try to walk out with like a pink wig on, and he'll be like, "No." He like takes it off because he's like he knows he's gonna get his ass yeah, kicked because yeah, they like live in Texas. Right away, yeah, but he's—I mean—he's just protecting his son at the end of the day. But I think there's even episodes where like something his son does, he does with him. Like if his son wears something that'll be too weird, I—I'm pretty sure I remember. Yeah, like, there's stuff like that. So you'd—you'd you'd keep King of the Hill over Futurama? Yeah, I'd King. King of the Hill, Refuturama. Um, again, just because of the, the way the humor is, it's not too outlandish. I think you're right. Futurama did have the most space to be creative. Yeah, because they have they use the whole universe. The universe, yeah. It's shit that people don't even know about. And they did a pretty good job with it. You can just make shit up. Because, I mean, I think my favorite um, character in the whole show was Zoiberg. So the crab? Yeah, the crab. <laughs> It's like, funny, like one one day he started molting, and I was like, oh, "I like Bender, going on? the robot." Bender's pretty Bender. funny too, man. Yeah, he's like a gangster robot. Pretty oh, he's, he's also Mexican, bro. Mexican, what? yeah. Bender's oh, made, made in Mexico. Made Mexico? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's always the Mexican jokes were always in relation to Bender. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just overall, I feel like the story. The, I mean, I feel like King of the Hill stuck more in my head than Futurama did. And I think that's a big factor as well. Because uh, I remember certain parts and characters of Futurama. But I mean, I know most of the characters in King of the Hill. Maybe it's because there's less. But I just feel like... I feel like Futurama could have been more, but it wasn't. All right. Well, there's a lot of uh, adult shows, obviously, like adult cartoons that we could have picked from. So I'm going to give you an honorable mansion, man. Give me one that we didn't put on the list, but that you think is like really great. You know, this is a hard question to answer because I feel like this one deserves an honorable mention. But 
I don't think it's great. <laughs> you don't? No, so, don't oh, so you think it's like, you don't like it, but you think it's liked it, enough? It deserves the respect, man. Yeah. And it's, what like, is we it? already talked about it. It's Simpsons, man. The like, Simpsons? All right. Yeah. Like, I don't watch it personally, but they've been around so long, man. And they used to have this taxi game for like the GameCube, I think. Right. And I used to love that fucking game, man. Like, it's weird, huh? Because the Simpsons is like super, like, it's one of the, people say it's like one of the best ever. Yeah, both, yeah. both of us don't like it, but I, I can see you giving it the mention because it does deserve the respect because it survived. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those shows, like, it's not as good as South Park, but I mean, they're still bringing out, like, current. Yeah, if I'm being honest, I haven't seen more than, like, 10 full Simpsons episodes. Yeah, I don't think And so. it's mostly the Halloween ones. Yeah, and I think I've seen the, the movie, so, I mean, I think, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I've probably seen less than 20 episodes and most episodes. Not not too long, man. All right. Well, honorable mention for me is uh, one that I've seen completely and I like a lot, but I know Pablo hasn't seen it. And that's The Boondocks. Yeah, yeah. Because it's um, super, super hip hop heavy and like super like uh, black culture heavy. But the characters are just so fucking funny. Uh, Riley and Huey. And just one of the things that's super great about it that I love is uh, Riley's always looks at his brother and he's like, man. That's gay. And he just calls him gay. <laughs> like in every episode. I mean, he, he throws the N-word in there. I'm not going to use the N-word right now, obviously. But he throws it in there. And it's just funny, man. And it makes fun of... It's just a whole different perspective. It's like a black perspective in adult cartoons that you don't get a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I know that that show used to come on after a show I used to watch. Like I'd watch something really late at night. And then it was like the boondocks right after. And all I remember is like... A grandpa that used to like yell a lot. <laughs> yeah, the grandpa's funny. Yeah, so I mean that's a good show too. I guess I I haven't seen it, but it's just because something has to grab my attention right away for me to watch it. But yeah, I mean that def- show definitely has been around. And we're back. I know we cut off a little different right there, but we ran out of time. So I'm sure the commercial let you know that we're fucking doing an ad. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Sometimes you just gotta roll with it. Yeah, true. But um. So some of the stuff that we found fucking interesting that's been happening recently. Uh, Snoop Dogg and Bandai MS came out with a fucking song or MS, whatever. Yeah. So it's like half Spanish, half English, like Snoop Dogg raps in Spanish. I listened to that thing like fucking four or five times. And I was like, it wor- It works. I was shocked when you told me that, dude, that you've listened to it so much. Cause- well, because I... I don't know. I was just like, huh, I wanted to like really hear it. Cause right before I left my house, right. My sister was over at my house and she's like, you guys should talk about this. And I'm like, what the hell are you serious? Snoop Dogg wrote a song with that Bandai MSA. Yeah. And yeah, man, I think you're right. It does. It works cool together. And I like the unity of it more than anything, you know, like two different cultures coming together like that is pretty, pretty cool. I played that shit for my mom. And she was like, you can't even understand Snoop Dogg's Spanish that much. I was like, you just got to listen. Like super. I mean, obviously he speaks English. So he's, the Spanish isn't going to be amazing. I don't know. I understood it pretty well. Yeah, so did I. I think she was just talking shit, bro. Yeah, I don't think she's happy about the merger. <laughs> but um, it was super cool. I uh, I played that song at work for like the Mexican ladies at work. What they think? Well, at first they were like, like they were hearing the just Spanish part, right? And they were like, oh, not bad. And then Snoop Dogg starts talking and rapping. And then they gave me like this confused, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Give me this confused ass look. And they're just like, um, huh? Wow. Like weird. And they, the whole song played all the way through. Cause I took their phone. So they couldn't change it. And, uh, I don't know, man. The Mexican ladies in my work, they're just like hardcore. They're like extreme. So uh, it made me laugh. I like the song. I don't know if they like the song. I think they thought it was cool, kind of creative. I mess with the song too, man. If you haven't heard it, you should go check it out. Like, I don't know. Like, I always see these things about like black people and Mexican people coming together. And that's like, you know, something that really big. Because, I mean, Banda MS, they're a big band in Mexico or whatever, in Mexican culture. And, obviously, Snoop Dogg's a legend, man. Like, Yeah, West Coast hip-hop. Like, I wonder how that email went. Like, hey, Snoop, you want to come make a song with us? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Why'd you have to use that, like, super weird-ass accent? Because, I mean, Banda MS didn't even... That's how, they, that's how they speak English? They didn't even speak any English in the song, you know? I thought there'd be a little give and take, but... It's pretty much Snoop Dogg during all the intercultural stuff. That's true. Yeah, but well, that's because they were the they were basically the uh, the Spanish was all like the uh, chorus, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the English was all it's basically just him rapping like in Spanish English. It's super dope. And now that we're talking, we were talking about my work. Something that happened at work that okay, I don't know if our listeners know who TLC is, the group. You know who TLC is, right? Yeah, yeah, I know who they are. Give me one song. You know, one uh, song that's like Waterfalls super. Is there you go, bro. Yeah. That's the song. I was listening to Waterfalls at work, right? So even if you don't know who TLC is, like Deep Tracks, I feel like most people have heard waterfalls. have have heard Waterfalls or No Scrubs. No Scrubs. By TLC, right? So this girl at work, I think she's 24. I'm 27. We're listening to. I'm listening to the song on the speaker, and she's like. Uh, change the music and I was like what the fuck you mean change the music <laughs> this right here is classic everyone knows this song and she's like I don't know the song and then I was like everybody knows this song and she's like yeah you want to bet and I was like what do you want to bet then and she's like okay I bet you McDonald's for everybody here so in the morning we both open and she's like whoever loses this bet has to bring in McDonald's for everybody who opens the next day Right. Dang. So I was like, all right, so what, how exactly is this going to work? And she's like, I'll call my sister. I think her sister's like 18 or something. She's like, I'll call my sister. And if my sister knows who they are, I'll buy everyone McDonald's. If she doesn't know who they are, then you buy everyone McDonald's. And I was like, fine. Everybody knows it. You just have shitty taste in music. Damn. I'm so, I'm so like, I'm so concerned that you even allowed her to do that, you know, cause it's, it's, that's her sister. They probably grew up the same. That's what, yeah, but so let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, but you don't know this girl, bro. She every time I put on anything that I know is a good song, yeah, yeah, like any kind of genre, she doesn't like it. She always wants me to listen to fucking Bad Bunny. I'm not gonna listen to fucking Bad Bunny, bro. So she doesn't like like I don't know. That's kind of weird. No, even in Spanish, if I put on something in Spanish that I like that I know a lot of people like, yeah, yeah, or is at least well received, she still won't like it. She only likes Bad Bunny. And I was like, there's no way your sister came out as twisted as you. So we, uh, she calls her sister, right? We're in the middle of our shift too. Like we're fucking working and she hands me the phone. Her sister answers and she's standing behind me. And I was like, hi, is this blah, blah, blah sister? And she's like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, do you know who TLC is? 
And she's like, yeah, the group of the three girls that sings uh, that waterfall song, right? <laughs> and then I turned around and I was like, see, everybody fucking knows this song, man. Everyone. And then she was all like, oh, my God. And, and I won the bet. Oh, man, I started talking shit the whole day, bro. Like we were working and I was like, you know what I want? I want like three McGriddles and some pancakes, a hash brown. <laughs> Damn, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, that's a legendary song. That's not, that's like not knowing California love or something, you know? Yeah. It was it's weird. It's the song that's still played now, even on the radio. Exactly. So I told her, I was like, now nah, you're wrong. Everybody knows this shit. So that was something really cool that happened to me at work on the same day as the Snoop Dogg song. So it was super relatable. I feel like she bought everyone McDonald's. Did, and a, she, did she keep up her end of the deal or what? Yeah, dude. She showed up the next day. Everybody got McDonald's. Holy crap. And like I told all the ladies, they're all the Mexican ladies. I, I was like, hey, make sure you tell her what you want because she's bringing us all McDonald's tomorrow. <laughs> so they were all laughing at her. It was a good time. Got to stay positive during these COVID times, man. <laughs> dude, what have you been doing during COVID? I feel like Netflix is like what I've been doing. Yeah, I've been doing Netflix as well, and mainly their documentaries. But you told me about that Django movie. Yeah, and I told you to watch Django. I mean, it's an old movie, but it's I on Netflix now. Started it the first time, and I fell asleep. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I was just tired. But that same day, I woke up a little bit later, like probably an hour, half an hour later. Right. And I actually played it, and yeah, I mean, my wife, my brother, and me just sat down and watched it. I guess it's like a super old movie. It's like eight years old or whatever. I didn't yeah. even know. It came out like in 2012 or something. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. And Quentin no, Tarantino, it's, man. It's a great movie, to be honest. Like, it made me feel sad, confused, happy. Like, I feel like I experienced every emotion. Like, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend it. It's like top five in, on Netflix Must Watch right now. Is it? Yeah, yeah. probably up there. You know, the uh, there's a scene where... Uh, the KKK with the with, yeah. with, with their masks. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the guy leaves. Yeah, the guy's wife who made all the masks. Like, oh, I spent all day. You know what? You guys cannot. I'm not, I don't want to be invited anymore. Yeah, yeah. he leaves because he made shitty masks for them. <laughs> They're like, I can't see when I'm riding the horse. He's like, all right, should we should we wear them or not? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird. Uh, that movie specifically, because I just watched it recently too. I mean, I saw it in theaters, but I just saw it, rewatched it. Weird. And um, it has a just such an interesting take on like slavery. I was I was honestly really confused, man. Like that's how Tarantino movies are, though. That that director makes weird ass movies. But there was just a lot of confusing moments. I don't want to give too much away for people that haven't watched it, but I would definitely say go check it out. I mean. It's not for kids, though, so don't watch it with your kids. It's definitely not for kids. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> but Netflix, bro. Another thing I've been watching on there is, uh, you ever heard about Centoya Brown? Who? It's this girl named Centoya Brown. Centoya? Yes. Yeah, it's a weird-ass name. So um, when she was 16, she killed this guy. Okay. And she went to jail. Right. But the reason it got so big is because... Uh, she was like a, they considered her a 16-year-old prostitute, basically. Okay. So that's the way they classified her back then. And she ended up getting, like, life in jail pretty much. Because in Tennessee, 51 years is, like, the maximum sentence for murder. Okay. And then a couple years passed, like, 10, 10, 11, 12 years passed or whatever. And 
somehow her name comes back up somehow and Kim Kardashian tweeted Free Sentoya, LeBron tweeted Free Sentoya. And basically this whole documentary is about like what happened, what led her to get arrested, and she ends up getting released, man. It's crazy. Because she didn't murder the guy? Um she did. Okay. But, but I guess the definition of what a sixteen year old prostitute now is is not that they're a sixteen year old prostitute, is that they are a a uh, sex trafficked person like anybody below 18 they're considered sex that they're a victim of sex trafficking oh, that makes sense yeah yeah but back then that wasn't the definition of it so it was kind of weird to see this is, does she fucking kill this dude like during a job or something yeah yeah so he solicited her for right whatever and uh she wanted to leave because she felt kind of uncomfortable and when he got on top of her he saw her like he saw him like she saw him reach for something and she pulled the gun out of her bag and like shot him. Oh, so basically she's getting because now like even though she was sex trafficking herself. She wasn't because she had a pimp and stuff. Okay, so okay, so she's a, she's basically someone that was a victim. But back but, then they didn't see her as a victim. They said, you know, she put herself in that situation. She is a sixteen year old prostitute, basically is like the two differences that they made. And uh she asked for clemency from the governor okay. of Tennessee. And I guess only like 1% of cases ever get heard by the governor. And even less than that get approved for clemency. And it's basically like a, redu- a reduced sentence. So she got charged with first degree murder. And the governor made it so it's second degree murder. So it dropped her case. But in, in all this, man, she's getting her high school diploma. She got a bachelor's yeah because you can do college in jail yeah yeah she got a bachelor's and now she works as like an advocate for uh for um oh so she was legit what's that show called uh it's called uh free centoya or something it's a documentary yeah yeah it's a documentary it's like one of those netflix documentaries but now she works to like stop child slavery that's true you know out of uh you hear a lot of cases like that yeah. But lately you hear a lot about like how Kim Kardashian has been like. Well, she's going to law school and stuff, man. It's like, weird that it's just weird, a weird association for me to hear Kim Kardashian's name and like how she's doing all these things for like prisoners who were imprisoned, like falsely wrongfully. or wrongfully or something. And she's like working towards releasing them. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Kim Kardashian, I think her shitty ass TV show. And uh, Ray J. And Ray J. <laughs> and Ray J. Like, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean. It's kind of cool to see her overcome all that stuff because, I mean, now she's known as being married to Kanye and, like, shit she's doing for, like, other people, you know? Because, I mean, that's a pretty big thing to be able to help incarcerated people get out of jail, you know? Yeah, of all people, you would have never thought Kim Kardashian was the one doing that shit. But, I mean, it's definitely a good watch. Like, it gives a lot of detail into her backstory. She actually ends up marrying some guy that's, like... Sort of big. He was part of like Pretty Ricky or whatever. I don't know if you remember that band or whatever. Not really, but yeah. But I mean, they were like R and B in like the nineties or whatever. And she ends up marrying him, and uh, yeah, she's out now, and she's an advocate for like against child sex slaves or whatever, like sex trafficking. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. It's like really cool. It's it's like a whole total twist, man. It's you got to check it out. It's like I wouldn't say it's good as Tiger King or anything, but I mean, it's a really interesting... It's just something you wouldn't expect? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's recent. She got out like a year ago, I think. Okay, well, here's something else that like I feel 
nobody expected. The fucking Pentagon, like it declassified three uh, top secret tapes that I guess the Navy filmed a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Of like unexplained aerial phenomena is what it says. And a bunch of people, especially conspiracy people, are like, motherfucking UFOs, bro. Because even the Navy and them didn't know what they were. They didn't even name them, right? No, they didn't name them. released videos of flying objects they couldn't identify. Yeah, yeah, they just named, they just said unexplained aerial phenomena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, all the loonies are coming out the trailer park. Well, how do you feel? Do you think it could be proof of aliens at all? Or do you just think it's like, I don't know, something... It's intense, man, because for a government agency or a government-related anything to come out with something like that, like, why? What's my first question, you know? I think they were leaked, so they just released it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of things leak, and they never feel like they have to justify or... Well, yeah, they don't have to justify shit. It's the fucking government. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why it's kind of weird. I don't know if they're just trying to add, like, fuel to the fire or whatever. Maybe it's kind of like a hiding in plain sight type of thing. Like, here's these videos. They're yes, they're already. So why not? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Do you think it could be UFOs? I don't think we're the only life in the universe. So, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Like, I, I honestly believe that there's probably some life somewhere in the universe, especially if all this shit about scientists telling me that it's like infinite and like just impossible for us to have explored to like explore it in our lifetimes ever like yeah if you look at a galaxy and you realize how small we are compared to a galaxy yeah because there's multiple galaxies too it's It's just like super vast right it's like scary and so when i think about it i personally believe there's got to be some sort of other life somewhere yeah yeah so i could see ufos being real but then i also think like well what are the odds that that one place that exists somewhere with fucking aliens Finds this one place. Yeah, yeah, finds this one place that exists with, like, life. Yeah, yeah. I think that's hard, too, though, because we can look pretty far into the galaxy or the universe. And we haven't found anything, you know. So that makes me think, you know, if there's something out there, they're probably more advanced than us, first of all. Like, super advanced? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of these anomalies tend to disappear super quick too you know like you'll see it there one second and then the next second it's gone yeah well i know conspiracy theorists like jumped on this shit so fast they were like look fucking pentagon released these three videos nobody knows what those things are honestly it makes sense to me man like i'm not a super hard conspiracist but um i i it is kind of weird to see the government coming out with this shit you know it's like did you see the memes no, I didn't. There's memes of like, like there's per- certain parts in the video where like they can, I don't know what kind of exactly thing they're using to see it, but you don't see detail. It's just like a white shape up in the dark sky, right? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people have been like, they'll put in like a spaceship or like, uh, uh, I don't know if people have seen like fucking cartoons, but they'll put in like a, some character who flies from like a cartoon, mm-hmm. let's say Superman or something. And they'll put him into that little figure. So it looks like it's Superman from far away. And they're like, oh, shit, they discovered this. They discovered that. It's just a bunch of memes <laughs> about how these things could have been like Superman or Star Wars or Star Trek or just anything that fucking flies. I think I saw one with like E.T. Yeah. I think I did see a meme. <laughs> it's like E.T. in the sunlight or, or I mean in the moonlight or whatever. Yeah, man, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I, all I know 
fact-wise about it is that the government released these three videos saying that they don't know what it is, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's all I know, fact-wise. Yeah, yeah. The rest I assume. And I saw the videos, too, because, I mean, when something like this comes out, it, like... It is interesting. It's on shit, bro. Yeah. People run to it. Even, it's one of those things that, like, I can scroll, you know when you're scrolling through whatever fucking social media you're on or anything, and you read that, just the titles, like, Pentagon releases this or something, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm not even really that interested, but I'm going to click it because it looks super interesting. Yeah, yeah, just, even if I just read the title, because that's usually what I'll do, I'll scroll through, and title will say, Pentagon officially releases UFO videos, and you're like, the fuck? And I'll usually keep scrolling, and then later on, when I'm, like, bored, I'll be like, UFO Pentagon, (laughs) like, what the hell? Yeah, you hear a lot of stupid shit when it comes to, like, the government. Or, like, I don't know. It's just, it seems random as fuck to me. Yeah, it is It is kind of weird. Like, like, do you, you remember that thing that was going viral about storming Area 51? Yeah, when everybody was like, storm Area 51. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember that shit. I don't know. I've, I've gone through, like, this shithole of YouTube videos. And I've seen videos of people actually going up to, like, the gates at Area 51. And it's it's some hardcore shit, man. Because they have, like, people just out there, like, monitoring. They have cameras right at the gate. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. But, yeah, the government being involved in UFOs, it's kind of strange. I guess we got the Space Force now, so it makes sense. Oh, yeah, we do have the Space Force. <laughs> I totally forgot about the fucking Space Force. Yeah, man. I, I don't know what kind of fucked up world we're living in right now. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of crazy shit you hear about, though. Like, okay, so fucking, what's the dude from North Korea's name? Kim. Oh, yeah, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un, the fucking leader, the guy who's like the most hated person in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, he was missing for like 20 days. Yeah, or at least they say he was missing. Because, like, it's not like we have any real information from North Korea, right? That's true, no. We have, like, insider secrets or whatever. Like, like, people. Like spies, you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got spies, but. Or somehow they hack, like, their news TV channels. Yeah, because I know everybody heard. Or not everybody, but I at least heard that he was missing, right? Well, or, here's the story, man. All right, what's the story? The story was that he got surgery, and then he got really sick from the surgery, and that he was in critical condition. That's what they were saying. So people thought he might die. So people thought that he was on the verge of dying, because China even sent over some doctors. Okay. The doctors went to North Korea. So that was the whole story, and you know nobody had heard from him for like 20 days, and you know, he comes back and shoots at South Korea, man. It was fucking weird. He shot at South Korea? Yeah, man. At the demilitarized zone, like, North Korea shot some shots towards South Korea. And that was actually just released last night. And I guess he was at, like, a ribbon cutting. But nothing's official yet. Like, whether he's dead or whether he's come back or whether whatever he's done. A lookalike. It could be anything, huh? Yeah, yeah. Nothing's official at this point. And that's how secret this fucking country is, man. It's funny to me that, like, He's so hated by everybody, right? Because he does all these things that... You'd be surprised, bro. The tr- Trump loves him. Well, I don't know exactly if he loves him he even or any of that stuff. that he's glad that he's okay. Yeah, but I think that's just for, like, inter- like he's trying... I don't know exactly. I don't know stuff about that. I would figure that, like, you want to at least show good... Like, you want to have some sort of partnership with, like, any country, you know, so you don't, like, go to war. Bro, that's but crazy. I know this dude has been launching missiles into, like, the oceans and shit. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, 
he's testing like how far he can shoot, right? It's it's kind of to me that that's kind of funny, bro. Because if they did anything, we would demolish them. Like it's just not even because they're so they're so closed off from everything. It's like impossible for them to be able to put up a fight against us. I feel like. I don't know. Like, I, don't, I feel like we could just send rockets and destroy the area. Bro. I do know that like he is considered like a pretty. They call him Rocket Man, I think. Yeah. It is. yeah. He's like aggressive and he's like, uh, dang- people see him as dangerous. That's how his whole. You know what gets me, bro, is I've watched a lot of documentaries on North Korea and people like infiltrating it because I guess tourists can go there and stuff. Well, not anymore. Not U.S. tourists anymore. Well, they, they were able to because I watched this documentary series called Vice. And the main guy in that show got in, and um, I forgot where I was going with this. But anyways, he infiltrated it, and um, it's just so closed off. I feel like they're so like low level and stuff. Like it's hard, it's hard to believe that they could like put up a fight against us. And yeah, you're right. They call him Rocket Man and stuff, just based on his aggressiveness. But it's like a family thing, man, because his father was like that way. Oh, yeah, they're dictators, right? Yeah, they're dictators. Like, back to your comment of him, like, trying to have good relation with them. It's kind of like having a relationship with Hitler, bro. (laughs) With Hitler? Crazy shit, bro. I've seen videos of uh, tourists in uh, North Korea back before, like, there was a ban for U.S. tourism. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, I guess as you're there, there's a lot of rules that you have to follow. Like, you can't take pictures in a lot of places, and you can't. I guess whenever there's a picture of him somewhere, like you either have to bow or you got to show some sort of respect or something or else you get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So the documentary I watched, one of the photographers got on the ground and laid down and took a picture like facing up at this really huge statue of Kim Ong Sil or whatever the the father. Right. And they freaked out about it, man. Yeah. Because you can't do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was that guy, too, who um, he went there. And he stole a poster off from a hotel room. Oh, I saw that. The dude who got a, like, he's in, like, their work camp jail yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And they, they gave him back to us, but pretty much dead. Did they? That's crazy, yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually hear. I didn't follow up on that, but I know when they first got him, he was, like, sentenced to, like, a bunch of fucking time. Hard where he was labor, yeah. Hard labor. Just hard labor. For stealing a poster, man. Like, that's crazy. Oh, different rules in different countries, right? Rules, man. Those... Well, I mean, it's a dictatorship. It's not a rule, bro. It's like a, it's law there. It seems, yeah, it's a law. It seems super foreign as a super foreign concept to us. Cause like we have so much freedoms, but over there, like, I guess people get used to that kind of shit. Bro, I could talk about North Korea forever. Cause Rodman. That was weird too. Fucking Dennis Rodman's in North Korea. Just like hanging out. He has like a super good relationship with him. Cause they love American basketball. And I remember my my thought from earlier. I was thinking, how can you be friendly with these people when they literally like yell destroy America, like down with America, you know? Well, it's not everybody, right? Everybody, bro. That's it's shit they teach in school. Well, I mean, there's people who defect. Like obviously there's a Yeah, but if you a defect, section of the country that wants to leave, but it's just your hard. Whole family, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's, I know it's crazy. I've seen yeah. videos of that shit too where like the uh, they have like this big old defense system along the border with South Korea. And it's mostly to keep their people from leaving because people like 
try to leave for a better life in South Korea, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And the only imports they have are from China. And it's literally through a bridge. They have like a bridge? Like a bridge that connects China. So they never go, so that they can never go in there? And they control who goes in, who goes out. And it's crazy, man. I'm telling you, I've watched a lot of documentaries on North Korea and it's, it's crazy. Like if you're there as a tourist or whatever, you have somebody with you. Yeah, they follow you around. And then anywhere you go, nobody's there. Like if there's a restaurant you go to, nobody's there. You're the only one there. There's a whole wait staff for you. There was this weird ass thing where they took him to a stadium to watch a show. Right. And he was literally the only one in the stands watching this big flamboyant show with like Who, Dennis Rodman? No, no, no. Uh the guy from Vice. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, no. they just Dennis Rodman, anytime Dennis Rodman's there, like Did they know did they, they know there. did they know that guy was from Vice? Um, no, they snuck it because the second time or the third time that he tried to get in, they denied him. Because the way he got in was he went to a Chinese embassy or something or a North Korean embassy in China and he paid some people <laughs> to be able to get on a flight to North Korea. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, man. I wonder how that rumor even started. Well, I mean, I guess you told us how it happened. What rumor? The whole thing about him maybe, oh, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. being dead or died. He's been gone for so long. People just started making assumptions. Just out of the public eye. Yeah, yeah. And then supposedly they got um, intel from reliable sources that he was really sick. But I mean, at this point, everything's still speculation. Huh. That's kind of yeah, ridiculous. Man. But kind of speaking about Asia, you hear about these damn killer bees? Killer bees? Yeah, so I guess there's like a species of bees in like Japan or something. And these suckers are huge, bro. They're like two inches long or something, two or three inches long. Just a big ass fucking bee, like big a dragonfly bee. bee. And they kill people. Like the main, the main thing people are worried about right now in the U.S. is that they kill honeybees. I have a weird ass fear of bees. Not like, not like if I see a bee, I'm scared. But like the same fear that everybody has, like when you feel the bee buzz, like right next to you and you're like, freak out, you know, you're like, oh shit. And you like swat at it. Bro, that's a normal feel for everybody. Yeah. So I'm saying like, everybody has that little, like, fuck this bee. Cause my son, we have a swing outside in our front porch. When we're swinging, sometimes a bee will come by and he freaks out. (laughs) I'm like, calm down, man. Calm down. Yeah. So you don't want him fucking with killer bees. But now if it's a killer bee, bro, we're going to have to really... Really freak out. <laughs> Some big ass dead bee. Yeah, it's just a huge bee, man. It's it's even creepy looking. Like a mega bee. Yeah, it's like a freaking bee the, on steroids. The cool. ultra bee. Ultra bee, yeah, man. Not the killer bee. Like I just picture like a bee that's like fucking been lifting weights and is like getting ready for the bee fights. Pretty much, man. Speaking of a strong ass bee, you hear about this uh, world record deadlift? World record deadlift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that fucking dude from Game of Thrones, huh? Yeah, yeah. So the the mountain. I never watched Game of Thrones, but I've heard of the guy. Yeah, I've heard his name too. So I know he lifted like a thousand or something pounds. It was a ridiculous amount, man. Like I could not imagine um, even coming close to lifting this much. But that guy's like massive. He's like seven foot five or something. I would never even want to. I don't see the point in lifting competitions. Like, who gives a shit if you lifted two more pounds than the other guy? Strong as fuck, dude. I don't know. Yeah, but they're strong for no reason. They're just strong to be strong. 1,104 pounds. That's 
Bro, I don't know. To each their own, you know. People could say that about soccer, football, whatever. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, like, superhuman. It is superhuman, but I feel like it's... Because not everybody... There's not even entertainment value in it for me. Yeah, not for you. Oh, wait up. We got to cut to a commercial before you uh, expand. This episode has been brought to you by... JNS Lawn Care for all your lawn care needs. You know what? Summer's coming up. You don't want to mow your lawn? Give us a call. We got your back. Insert their number here. <laughs> all right, we're back. Yeah, man. I just think it's crazy all this uh, weightlifting because the new world record is only two pounds more than the last world record. But I mean, this is like. <laughs> massive amounts of weight bro it's just such a huge number like i see like when i think of other sports i think basketball people have fun playing it you get good but then there's the pro level you know and then you enjoy to watch it same with like football soccer anything like that but then when i think of like weightlifting like to regular people who like exercise like who are the weightlifting fans just people who want to be huge I wouldn't say so, man. I think just people that want to see superhuman things. Just like you want to push the envelope of humanity. Soccer, I mean, you can train to be a soccer player. You can train to be a deadlifter too, but I mean, I think it's a lot harder because you have to have a certain build for it, man. Yeah, you have to be born pretty much big and then build muscle, right? Yeah, yeah, off of that. So I I don't think it's as easy personally. And I mean, what is a sport anyways? It's like somebody that's super athletic doing something really great athletic wise you know and i think weightlifting is athletic personally yeah, i commend the dude for being able to do it i just um i don't know i failed to see the motive not the motivation because i see how i see wanting to be the best ever if you're gonna go for the world record right yeah yeah but um i don't know it's just such a it seems like such a weird thing to me yeah, when i think I mean, of just regular people who exercise and like i mean I've, i know some people who are like big dudes they're they're strong they work out and stuff but they do it for looks, no? yeah, to be in shape or to you know feel good about yourself, be healthy, or this is just like pushing that to like the the extreme. Yeah, yeah, and I know a lot of these guys that are bigger do some sort of chemical something supplement or something uh, to help them get bigger because at some point, like you can only get so big. You're too big, bro. Like, how do you wipe your ass, man? Like I've seen guys like inject their biceps man and they got freaking biceps the size of a fucking basketball it's freaking yeah but i thought that was pretty crazy though i mean most world record breaking things are pretty crazy anyways yeah gotta give the respect to the world record yeah yeah i mean if you're a world record holder you're not really known but you kind of are because it's like interesting to watch but then you forget about the person you know well you're known to your community but you're not known to like yeah us because even just today i watched uh record plank breaking like karate yeah yeah and it was like a wife and husband team and they both broke the record for the most freaking pine boards broken or whatever and it was cool to see but nobody no yeah it was cool to see but it's not something like i don't even remember their names (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) because it's just like superhuman things yeah so all right well let's move on to the hypothetical moment all right man for our hypothetical moment this time we have if you were reincarnated as an animal, what animal do you think you will be or come back as? 
we're getting Buddhist today, bro. All right. So I want to ask you, like, what animal do you think you'll actually come back as? Assuming reincarnation like that is real. And then what animal you wish you could be? Yeah, so we're we're kind of basing what animal we think we would come back as based on like our personality. Yeah, yeah, on your personality, how you look, all that stuff, like what you what you for sure think you would actually be and then what you would want to be. Yeah, I think it's as soon as you said that, I just picture myself as a bear. You come back as a bear for sure? Yeah, a brown bear, bro. Like I feel like the world would just make me like that like I picture myself as a charming bear, bro. Because of your beard? <laughs> just because I'm like a big, hairy man. Like, and you're going to be a beard? You're going to be yeah, a bear? Yeah, just, Like, that's what a bear is, you know? It's like a big, hairy animal, and that's what I am. <laughs> All a, right. So, I just, yeah, I just picture myself coming back as a brown bear, bro. <laughs> when I think about the animal that I'll probably come back as, yeah, yeah. I think of a fucking sloth, bro. <laughs> just fucking lanky and in a tree doing nothing. Just fucking chilling. I'm just picturing your ass at the DMV. Yeah, I just, I just, I just picture myself like sitting in a tree, just not even. Do they even sit like laying? No, I think they like hang, bro. Like lounge. I feel my, I see myself just lounging in a tree. They're so slow. Just slow and like, you know, nothing. It's hard for me to picture with you, man, because we grew up together and you were like a wild child. I was active, but like nowadays, I feel like I'm so much more lazy. Yeah, I could picture you more as like a rabbit or something. What do you picture me as? I can see a rabbit. For me? No, for me, I can yeah, see a rabbit. Yeah. What do you picture me as? What do I picture you as? Yeah, yeah. Like, what would you think I come back as? Hmm. I don't know. I'll think about it. Let's move on to the second part of that first. Yeah, that's jacked up. Well, I'm thinking of what animal. First, though, what animal do you, would you wish you could be? Man, dude, I got this. I, I would want to come back as an eagle. A fucking eagle? Yeah, because I want a, a bald eagle to be specific because they're like the predator of the bird world pretty much. Right. Nothing pretty much fucks with them. They fuck with everything else. And My main thing is I wanted to fly, but I didn't want to be preyed on. Okay. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the symbol that it is for America, like I'm federally protected. <laughs> Number two. I'm a big ass bird, bro. Like I went to the zoo and I saw a freaking eagle and they're huge. Like their wingspan is like six feet or something from like one wing to the other. It's just ridiculous. Fuck. If I remember right. But I mean, I just know they're huge birds and they're powerful. And I guess their vision is like really great. They can see like a mouse on the ground and like freaking attack it, bro. So that's what you would pick yeah, to if be. I if had you to pick, yeah. it would be an eagle. If you had the choice. Yeah, yeah, but I look nothing like an eagle. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think if I had the choice, I'm I'm really stuck between two. If I had the choice, a fucking wolf, like a like in like the snow, you know. All right, all right, I can see that. And not and I'm not talking like a, a wolf in a pack or like the alpha wolf, you know. I'm gonna be the uh, what's the word for it? The uh, is it omega omega wolf? The loner wolf, the one that's by itself. Oh, okay, okay. The lone wolf. I'm the Balto. Yeah, I'm outside the pack. Well, Balto's half dog, but I'm outside the pack. You know, I'm just a wolf out there living my life. But the other animal that I was really, really considering that I feel like I would want to be, yeah, is an owl. Weird man. They just owls, bro. Who? Every time like an owl is presented to us in like media or anything, it's presented as like intelligent. Uh. The way I am now, I'm usually up like all fucking night. 
Owls are up all night. Sleeping all day. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I just, they look fucking cool. That's true, man. And I feel like now fits you more as what you would already be. Would come back as, yeah, like naturally. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But so Wolf or Owl, bro, that's where I'm at. Owls are intense too, man. Cause yeah, they're weird ass. They hunt hard too. Yeah. They got like fucking night vision. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So, but out of the two, you said you'd go with option one, right? I think I'd go with a wolf. Yeah, crazy. But I wouldn't be sad if I was an owl. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be digging it. Yeah. Those are, that's crazy. That's crazy to think about, man. Because I've always wondered, like, if I was ever anything in a past life, you know? Yeah, like, what do you think if you were something in the past? If, are you th- are you talking human reincarnation? or? Yeah, yeah, because I, I believe in reincarnation to a point. Okay, so what kind of past life do you think you had? That's the hard part, man. I I don't know what I was. I just believe that it's real. So I, I've never like put hard thought into what I was. I just feel like our spirits used to be something else. So I don't know. That's hard. That's hard. That's really hard. Yeah, it's weird to think about it. Cause yeah, it's easier to think about it like... In terms of what you're going to be? In terms of like, yeah, in future tense instead of past yeah, tense for me. For animals, yeah, it's yeah. easy. Because you think of the animal that like most suits your personality and the way you are. And you're like, that's probably what I would be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I think of a bear too, I think of like Baloo. Yeah. But then you just <laughs> Baloo yeah, from yeah. fucking the jungle book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, he's a big scary bear or whatever, but he's also like got like a sense of humor. He's got the bear necessities. Laid back. Yeah. And I feel like I'm very laid back too. So, but, uh, whenever you think about like what reincarnated into you, it's almost a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it is weird, man. It's a weird, weird thing. And I know there's certain, like, I mentioned Buddha at the beginning because I think they believe in reincarnation or whatever, or Hindus or something. Do you think there's ever a point, like, let's assume reincarnation is real, right? And it's, like, human to human. Yeah, yeah. There's ever a point where, like, a part or a fragment of their memory is, like, somewhere in your memory, and, like, you remember it, but I don't want to say, like, let's say as someone that was born in the... 1900s and they were like in the world war right yeah yeah you don't remember like vividly yeah you don't you won't remember like an exact thing that happened right but like you'll have like a feeling or an idea towards a thing you you see now right some sort of so like if you saw a veteran of any war or something or so like a war plane and it gives you like a flashback or something like a deja vu moment like a deja vu moment but you, you don't actually have the real memory you just have like a a fondness or a slight inclination to believe that you're familiar with this type of environment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think so. I think like once you're reincarnated, you're just like, gone. You just forget everything. Yeah. You're not like the avatar. You remember like your past, lives. your past lives. There's no chance yeah. that you have any memory of your past yeah, life. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's, that's well, if there's no chance you're going to remember it, then what's the fucking point of it, man? I don't know. It's, it's strange. Like just like there's not that much souls in the world, I guess. I guess maybe like familiarity, it's true because, like, sometimes you'll see things and you'll just think, hey, that's kind of cool, you know? But you don't know why it's cool, you know? You just yeah, like, you're just cool. drawn to certain things. Like, you like you love the ocean. You don't yeah, know why yeah. you love the ocean. It's just cool to you. you it's know? just cool. Yeah. yeah, I can see things like that. But I think of it more as in future tense than past tense, I guess. Reincarnation. Oh, well, that was a dope hypothetical. I kept trying to think of an animal for you. And yeah, <laughs> honestly, man. your beard's got like this, like I was gonna let reddish, orangish patches in it, and I just keep thinking giraffe. Really, man. Yeah. 
Damn. All right. That's still kind of cool, man. <laughs> you know they fight with their necks, bro. <laughs> I don't know if they fight with their neck, like sword, like giant neck swords. Yeah, like giant neck swords. So that's that's pretty cool. I fuck with it. Let us know what animal you'd be, man. Yeah, I'm gonna put. I'll put up the question on our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitter, like I always do. Yeah, make sure to share it, man. I'm sure you got family, friends that would like to, you know, answer the question too. I mean, it's just something that gets your mind going. Dude, it's so true. I take these questions. Like it's a lot of the stuff we talk about in the podcast because we usually we'll get together in the day, we'll hash out everything we want to do for that episode, and then we'll record the episode, right? Yeah, yeah. And then those things I'll carry on into the rest of my fucking week. Like I'll be like, hey, talking to someone, I'll be like, what do you think of this and this? Or like, I have a certain friend who uh, for sure listens to the podcast all the time. His name is Brian, and he works with me. So like, whenever I see him, we always discuss his point of view for everything. One gotta go. Everything hypothetical, and then some of the stuff in the in the middle, like t- subjects that we talk about, just anything that interested him. Yeah, yeah. So I like getting the feedback. Yeah, yeah. Me too. The main person I talk to about it is my wife. Like, I'll probably go home right now, and she'll ask me, "Oh, what'd you guys talk about?" And I'll tell her. Yeah. I don't make her wait till the episode comes out, and she'll be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. That's kind of." And then I'm like, "So, what would you choose?" Or what would you? Yeah, because you want to hear their perspective. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool to bring it into real life. But again, remember, share, share, share a post. I mean, we usually get a lot of response on our posts from random people, so it's really good, cool to see. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Peace. Peace.